This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Back in Role Play Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Got the whole crew here today. Kyle Barry in on the podcast today. Yo. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Jeff Gersh in on the podcast today. Anilo's back there too to make sure everything goes. We can't quite hear him, but um, he's got so much stuff going on. Anilo's like the new uh, Michael Strahan. He's like, he's got all these jobs everywhere. He's kind of like uh, McAfee a little bit. See, McAfee's going to be on college game day. Get out of here. Yeah. With sleeves time. on or no sleeves? Full time. Not so fast, my friend. But, uh, yeah, the Broncos Blitz podcast is brought to you by Maverick Sports. Football season is here. It's we're, we're now in the thick of it. It's happening. Go to the Maverick Sports app where not only do they have the better, you know, the best lines. If you're a line shopper, um, better lines in their competition always. But they're matching your initial deposit of up to $300. Download today and bet like a Maverick. Okay, guys. So... We're now 48 hours removed from kind of the shell shocking that was um, the 64-yard attempt at a game-winning field goal, okay? Coach Hackett talked to the press yesterday, started off his po- uh, his press conference, you know, pretty good. Started, you know, he was saying, uh, you know, it, we, 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 we hit. Hate it. We hate the way we're feeling here. It's just the beginning. It sucks. Um, and then he started to kind of go down a little bit of a, you know, we would probably do it again. I trust my guys. My guys, my guys, my guys. If he said he was good from 64, then he's good from 64. And by the end, I was left kind of feeling like, hey, coach, um, you better be great from this point on. Because Coach Hackett's reputation took a big hit. He's being clowned this morning on, you know, the ESPN. Like said that Mike, the Mad Dog Russo was dogging him, and I don't know how Coach is going to live this one down, Kyle, unless he bounces back and they win. Like you think their next five games in a row? I think it's an he could be an easy scapegoat too if they go on a losing streak. I think they would have no issues, especially with the new regime in town. Moving on from Hackett, Hackett, there's no connections to Hackett. You could let him go and search for your new guy. So if he goes. Oh, and six out the gate or whatever the case is. I don't think there's too many ties to the, you know, the, the Hackett plan. Gersh, do you think that um, Coach Hackett is going to be able to live this one down here? You know, they say that uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder. And okay. the further I get away from this game, the more I like Coach Hackett, the more I like it. And even the fact that he kind of re- you know, changed his stance. Reboot. Yeah, the way he kind of just owned it up a little bit. I, you know what? The guy was in a, the first game he's ever coached in in the loudest stadium in sports with a weird reunion going on that I don't think he signed up for. Um, and still, he was right in that game only because two of his players fumbled inside the five-yard line. Otherwise, he wouldn't have had to make any coaching decisions. He would have won 27-16. to know, 16. And So, you know, the more the further I get away from this game, the closer I get to liking this guy. I think there's... Tell me if I'm going, you know, somewhere that doesn't make sense or not. But there, there's a tell him, Kyle. There's a football gods kind of thing, the football gods that might have stepped in, kept it from Russell, and took it away from the Broncos. Um, why? 
You know, what what, what are they being uh, punished for? I'm not so sure. Maybe it was Russell who, in the end, really wanted out. Heard a guy from Seattle say the other day that there was a breaking point in Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson's relationship, but that Pete Carroll would have otherwise wanted to stick with Russ and move forward with Russ. Despite them trying to shop Russ for the number one overall pick, calling Cleveland, um, and maybe flirting with some other teams, he was still on the roster. They never pulled the trigger on any deals. Certainly, Russell Wilson was tradable if they wanted to trade him, and any team would have given up two, three, four first-round picks. Tell him, Kyle. So, real quick, is the fact that Russell wanted to bail Washington, leave Seattle, um, and everything he kind of built there— are the football gods kind of punishing this guy a little bit, or at least on Monday night? I wanted to go back to the first question you asked okay. about Hackett living it down. Okay. I think the only way that he lives it down is by winning. I wonder if he can maybe call a timeout to ice a kicker. I'm trying to think of coaching moves that he can make that are, this right. year that is going to make you forget. How can he about coach them into a did. win after that loss? I don't. I don't think there is a way he can live it. You down just said this it. Year, I'm with you, Kyle. I love you that. are. Yes. I don't know if there's freezing a he kicker, stealing a win, going for it on a fourth and seven like Mike McDaniel did, and Jalen Waddle breaks out for 22 yards, one of the better, bigger plays, meaningful plays in that game, a game that meant a lot for both of those teams. I'm with you. Coach Hackett's got to go steal one now. And I don't mean steal a timeout like he said he was trying to do with the referees when he was calling timeouts. What, what does he mean steal a timeout? Like fourth down or fifth down no, situation? He like means, CU buffs? He like, knew they had two, and he was talking at, to, to the referees to like he that, had three. That's trying, messed up. That's that's like, like fifth down. That's like CU buffs It is like stuff. fifth down, but that was not on CU. That was on the sideline guys, right? Well, that was on the refs, yeah. but that's what Hackett was trying to do is make it on the refs. Like, oh, the refs didn't know that we only had two timeouts. Like... That's what he was trying to do. He was trying to make the refs the GOAT. So we've all accepted and understand that it was a bad decision. Russell Wilson over his career on fourth and five is 70-cent conversion. Has a 70-cent conversion rate on fourth and five over his career. Um, can we accept what happened? It was shocking. It was heinous. Um, it was ridiculous almost to think that your kicker is going to make a kick like that in that situation. Missed by two feet. I mean, he barely missed it. The football gods were absolutely shining on Seattle that day. I think so, too. Yeah, there you go. That's a good way to put it, Kyle. I I don't think the football gods were really taking anything away from the Broncos, but I think the way Kyle said it there, they they shined on the Seahawks for kind of what they've had to go through. It's almost reparations for going through a breakup like this with a quarterback you love so much, and now you have to, like, hate him and stuff. And they did a good job of hating him, but you guys, are, uh, you guys this... are in agreement with the thought that that was Seattle's Super Bowl Yes, on Monday? Yeah. Oh. They don't have to win another game the rest of the year. That was that was it. They beat Russell Wilson A few things. I mean, that, that, like, that's when, that's when Northland plays Thornton, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yo, we're, all we got to do is beat Northland this year, and we won it all. It's like when Kennedy plays Stinkin' Lincoln, you know, in tennis, and you're like, we're not even letting them into the third set. We're sweeping these guys. You know, it's Very. a damn Super Bowl. Uh, I agree. A few things that I'll say, too. Seattle's not a four-win team like everyone thought. They're probably like a six- or seven-win team. So they did not look impressive. Yeah, but, like, they the style of play. They'll steal some games doing that, and they're not as 
you know, bad as I think the Jets are going to be and the Texans are going to be and a few other teams. Um, so there's that. Defensive player of the week was from the Seattle Seahawks, though, NFC, right? I mean, it was like, they, what, yeah, it was the Wemi I, I screwed that up, but the, one of their the linebackers. Wickedly talented. <laughs> it was John Travolta, I believe. Mazi. Get it in. Conceal, don't feel. I'm sorry, what? Okay. Um, to frozen again. <laughs> yeah. It's hard okay. To, it's hard so to quit her. this is the time of the podcast <laughs> where we like to, to use yeah. Kyle, our sound effects. There's eight sound effects buttons right here. Mm. Just pick one, Kyle. Oh, see no, what happens. You got to put the. And thing we up. go wherever the sound of the show goes. We push a button, and whatever. The, let's see the direction of the show. You ready? Push a button here. Let's go. Great start. To, it's the cheering. It's the. Oh, oh, Jeff can't hear it. Doesn't have his headphones on. All right, now let's just do one more. Do another one? Yeah. That's Jeff's wah wah. He doesn't have his headphones yeah. on. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. Real quick shout out I'll to. I'll bring headphones next time, you guys. Denver's driving. They're in field goal range. Here comes McManus for a 67 yarder. They missed. Total <laughs> beverage. Sponsor of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Everyone knows Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. That's up in your neck of the woods, Kyle, right? Let's go. Did you know, Kyle, they'll deliver right to your house? Totally. They'll deliver to the studio. They'll deliver anywhere you want them to deliver. They also say, um, well, I don't want to deal with people. I will drive there, but I'm not going into the store. Perfect. Curbside pickup. They come out. You just say, uh, just put it in the back and then just wave your hand. It'll close by itself. How easy is that? That sounds super easy. It's super easy. Total Bev. Um, right now, you can. They got the weekly deals. They got the events they're putting on. They got like the golf thing they put on every year. It's a big deal, right? Remember that one, Jeff? It's good stuff. Mm, um, even drink recipes online at totalbev.com. Total Beverage. Everything you need and more. Okay. So, what's it going to take? At what point can Broncos country move forward and move on? Because they can smash the Texans this week. And they'll just be one and one, and people are gonna say, you "Oh, they should have been two and zero." Oh. Niners, oh man, I think they can lose to the. That's Niners. That's bad. If they lose to the Niners, that's not then bad. The Niners upset. are a good team. Are they a good team? With they were Lance? in the NFC Championship game last well, year. Well, with Jimmy that was G, with they were quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't know about the QB. Well, I we do know that the Bears still suck, and they beat Trey Lance. Yeah, but the conditions were heinous. It wasn't real football conditions. No yeah, buts, bro. <sighs> Sorry, I got one rule around here. Okay. That's okay, though. No, yeah, Monsoon <laughs> season, like it was, cr- that was a crazy it was game. Like They're sliding yeah, the, around the, everywhere. The, the conditions were like wildly, you know. But they, but now they lost their wickedly. starting running back, wickedly. and their O line is banged up. Um, well, I do think now that the game against the Niners is winnable. At the start of the season, I was thinking, the, you know, by week three, Trey Lance is going to be, you know, throwing a couple touchdowns, running for another one. He's yeah. that kind of guy. I think that's maybe they're just, you know, again, I believe in Kyle Shanahan. I believe in the 49ers. By the end of the season, like they were the second half of the season, maybe the NFL's best team. Maybe we're getting them at the right time. You know Shanahan loves to beat Denver. Yeah, and I think the good news is that this this weird loss happened in week one, not week 11. Right. And the great thing about the NFL schedule is you can complain about stuff for like three or four days, but then there's another big game coming up. Every game's a big game. You can sleep on the Houston Texans if you want. I would suggest not doing that. I would give them mad Listen, respect and then beat yes. them. Give them mad Beating, respect and beat them. You beat the 49ers, you're 2 and 0. I'm sorry, 2 and 1. I think everyone expected you to be 2 and 1 at that point. 
that's where maybe should, Coach Hackett should be three and oh. Yeah, but again, dang, really, the 49ers were when we looked at this. When I looked at the schedule at the beginning of the season, I took that. Uh, I took an L for the Broncos there, and still had the Broncos at six and two. Um, five and three would put them in a spot where you're like, eh, just six and two feels like it is. Six and two is, is a big gap there. Um, you would be amongst the leaders in the uh, of your in your division and one of the best teams in the AFC. Five and three kind of puts you in the middle of the pack. Did, so, did well. anything else that happened in the division change your mind on what you had going into the season? Like yeah. after you saw what now, KC did, if you had Denver maybe beating, I KC. thought the Raiders were uh, I think a, a eight or nine win team this year. I think I believe that that's been reaffirmed. I think the Chargers are like a ten or eleven win team. And that's reaffirmed. That's pretty good. Uh, it's really You're high good. on the Chargers. Uh, I am. I think. Well, again, I'm not as high as some people are. I think Herbert's special. You'd have to be pretty high, Panama. I bet Red. you would, Panama. Red. Um, but uh, I think that the Chiefs win 12 or 13 games, and it's the Broncos and the Chargers who will be competing for. Um, a eleventh win, I think. At some I mean, point in the even season. when you're three and zero, like the Broncos were last year, there is 14 football games left. 14 football games. I mean, that's a whole damn season, if you ask me. So, 2-1, and 3-0. Oh, the one thing you can't be is 0-3. Oh that's the one thing you can't be. Um, and I think <laughs> deep down, you know, the Broncos will find a way not to be 0-3. Oh but, yeah, if you can get to that 2-1 and one after 3, knowing you got 14 contests left, that's a good spot to be. We got to work all right over there or what? We got to get through the Ever done a podcast <laughs> before? Oh, this is on? Uh we got to get through the Texans before we can get to the Niners, and before we could be six and two, or even five and three. So, or zero and two. Kyle, you um, don't listen to the show. Thank you for that. But I've been saying that's not necessarily true. I hit you up when I'm listening. That's true. Um, I noticed Jeff in studio. And How come I knew Jeff was in studio? Good yeah. Call. Okay. Yeah. You don't talk to Touché. my friend Kyle that I'm way. Sorry, everyone, calm down. They were. We've been sorry. friends since before COVID, bro. Triggered in 2012, me. Peyton's first year. They started the season two that was and Peyton three. Manning. Well, that Broncos team, too, it was how, it, you know. Are we comparing Russell Wilson to Peyton Manning? I think this yeah. Russell Wilson to that older Peyton Manning is a good comp. You don't think so? Yeah, I do. Well, you changed my mind with the older Peyton Manning stuff. Peyton Manning, a year off of football, went overseas, did the things, the stem cell, the surgeries, whatever, put the head back on the body, you know, to took him to Transylvania, right? And whatever they do to. You think they should have played Russ in the preseason to get some rust off? What if he gets hurt? I don't think they should have. Me either. That's not going to change my way of thinking. It's not worth it. No way. What if he gets hurt in the preseason? Then it's not you're worth it. it's not everything worth it. is dashed. It's a terrible way if to live. If he had a life. red jersey on, no, uh, you have and to you live couldn't your touch him. You're right, yeah. but it's. But Patrick Mahomes did play a preseason game, and he could have what if got he put, hurt. Played a couple preseason games, but I mean, you know Josh what I mean. Allen. He could have what if got hurt. What if he gets hurt? But they, you know. But that dude slung five touchdowns the other day, and it looked like he hadn't missed a beat. I mean, the touchdowns he was throwing yeah. were like beautiful little rainbow dimes. But also, he's been with the Chiefs now for and still how many he years. But that's what I mean. And still, he thought that there was a benefit for playing in the preseason because I think there is. Oh man, I, I, but I understand your risk analysis. And, I know it's that's why we got to get Belinsky and be insurance. Like, wow, they looked really rusty. I wish they would have practiced in the preseason. It like, took a half. We went to training camp. They looked good in camp against the Cowboys. I think it, it took just a half of football. It took a half of real football before the Broncos came out and the other side were like, okay, now this. They is, shut it down. Now it's like in the we really got to hit. It's we really got to. That was not the same Geno Smith in the second half that we saw in the first. I half. think it was. That's the. 
That's he just played. Well, they that's made, the they best possible Geno Smith performance. 196 yards passing, right. two touchdowns, no picks. Three or four of those throws were just big brack, back breaking throws. That's, I'm surprised. That was no the best picks. Geno Smith that there is. I'm surprised with no picks from Geno. Well, he's not going to throw you 404. He's not, you know what I mean? He's not going to throw up some crazy numbers, but that's a yeah, Geno Smith A plus game is 202, you know? This, they play the Niners. It. I'll take the Niners to beat the Seahawks this week. Okay. Are you going to pick the Seahawks to beat the Niners? Because yeah, they I'll do it because I like betting mm. against you. That's a mistake. I'll take Niners. Me too. Niners. Let's not get carried away because they need the win the after the bad Chicago loss. They need to win. Oh, for sure. Especially and it's again. It's like Pete Carroll's a pretty good coach now. Let's not. He is. He is, coach. but they don't have enough talent. They but, don't. But he they're not knew that talent. Pete Carroll knew. Man, that Barton guy was flying around everywhere. Yeah. And Pete Carroll knew that Russell Wilson is is a guy who's going to take what we give him. So guess what he gave him. Dump offs, dump offs, dump offs. The leading receiver was Javante Williams with twelve targets, eleven. Yeah, but it's not like our receivers didn't go off though. Well, they, they did. Well, the receivers it didn't touch the ball until the seven I minute mark in the second quarter. They didn't now. even touch the ball. Sutton until looked the so se- good once they got him. Listen, going. the Seahawks right. had thirty-two yards of total. I'm this, just saying, check, Pete Carroll knows what he's hand. doing. Watch in this. that game against Anilo. Kyle Shanahan, Pete Carroll could easily be the best coach in that game. The Seahawks ran one play in Broncos territory in the second half. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it was the kneel downs at the end of the game. <laughs> uh, okay? No bueno. Right? No bu- it was a sloppy performance from the orange and blue out Not there. Not in the, the second week. half. It was not just the they couldn't half, punch it in. Yeah, and I mean, you could. that's the thing, is they really lost the game by not punching it in, and it was all compounded by Nathaniel Hackett's errors at the end of the game. But if you take care of business in that sense, I mean, you should never really be in yeah, that Yeah, but situation. wasn't there, isn't it, is it a good thing or a bad thing that there was 10 moments in the game? The punch-ins, the five-yard line, bad. the tight ends uh, couldn't get their feet yeah, down. Bad. The uh, balls that are popping up in the air, and the Broncos can't come down with them. It's like, there was like... Eight moments that if any one of those moments goes to the Broncos' favor, they, they win, win the game. Two yeah. of those moments go in the Broncos' favor, they win convincingly. Is that a good thing or no. a bad thing? Bad. I say bad. Why? Anilo? I, I mean, it's obviously a bad thing kind of in the moment, but I think it's a good thing that you're at least in that situation, right? And I'll bring up something that Doug brought up to me today. You walk away from that game as a Bronco fan or a supporter seeing an offense that can actually score points for the first time in six years. So it's an unfortunate – the thing about it, and you talked about it earlier, now you got to make up some ground, right? You're going to have to go steal a game that you maybe shouldn't have won or that totally. you weren't, you weren't bounce, uh, banking on initially. So ugly loss, sloppy loss, but I think the Broncos will be just fine when it's all said and done. And yeah, I think right. it's bad because it creates a pattern. Once, once you're past, you know – Seven, and well, you haven't corrected it. And some of them were decisions. It wasn't all just like bad bounces. Like some you have twenty six decisions you could have made and you didn't. You have twenty six twenty Texans, and Jeff has twenty two twenty. No, Texans. I have twenty six no, twenty Broncos. Denver. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. We both the have Texans not covering the, the Broncos winning by a small number. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the spread? Nine and a half. Jesus. Yeah. yeah that's that's half as many points. That's, See, half, that's less than I'm, the points they scored. I mean, like they scored 16 points, and now you're going to tell me they get a nine and a half point yeah, spread? Yeah, because I believe that those were just mistakes, and it was the first game of the season. I don't believe that's who the Broncos really are. If the Broncos keep, you know, settling for field goals, not being able to convert and punch it in, then there's like we start to like a coaching scheme. The, uh, do we have the right guys? That's That's scary. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That's if we go down this road, that's kind of who you kind of become. Well, and who be careful. You, who you are in week up. one is not really in, in – I'm not going to say in most cases because sometimes it is. Not necessarily and definitely doesn't mean that's who you are moving forward. It's just one game. Look at the are Packers the Broncos, last year. Look at, Broncos a legacy brand? 
Oh yeah. Do legacy brands they they take moral victories well? No, that's it why it sounds we're like it's a moral right victory. Yeah. No, no, that's like, why we're, there's a lot of things we could have done well, but I don't Cowboys think Broncos fans, fans do that. accept Nello that. does that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I don't think Broncos fans <laughs> are in on that. Yeah. Anello's telling me shit. When Anello says orange and blue, I'm like, he's talking uh-huh. about the Mets, right? Yeah, that's right. We oh, can all agree on that. Let's agree on that. We're Mets fans together. Polar bear Pete. Okay, uh, that's kind of it. That's the Broncos Blitz podcast. It's presented by Maverick Sports. Uh, the Maverick Sports app, guys, it's an evolving app. It's really super cool, uh, easy to utilize. I suggest you go check those guys out. Um, again, they're going to match your initial deposit up to $300. Download today. Bet like a Maverick. Uh, let's push a button or something. What do we got here? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Let's see. I uh, just pushed that one. Uh, Do we end the show like that? No, there's like music. One's like a music like, that's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Danny Williams, Kyle Berry, Jeff Gersh, and Anilo Perro. It's not, it's just music we have. Do you like it? Yes. That's a lot. Uh, do you have anything... Um, Slower and will make you hate your stepdad like Kyle's looking for. Want a perfect body. <laughs> I want, I want a, perfect a perfect soul. I want you to know. All right. Uh, where can I find Kyle? Your work on Twitter. You can find my work on Twitter. Where at? Well, like my writing work? Just your Twitter handle. Just your tweets. Your Twitter handle. At Kyle High Radio. What about your writing work? Little Nugs Love. You can find that on Twitter. Just okay. go to my Twitter. Okay. At Kyle High Radio. Okay, what about uh, your Twitter? I'm at El Bigote Magico, which is Spanish for the magic mustache, and that's all I got to say about that. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Catch the radio show 10 to noon at Mile High Sports every single day, Monday through Friday. It's 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3, but you can get it in podcasted form as well at milehighsports.com. Radio on demand tab, though, will take you there, not podcast. You can get this podcast there. Uh, thanks for being with us. This has been the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Uh, We'll get stronger as the week goes along. I'll try to turn the page by tomorrow. we got to have a good look at the Texans. How do they uh, come back and pull that tie off? Uh, Lovey Smith, you know, old school a little bit. Uh, we'll probably find a way to keep this game close for a half. Broncos, I think, pull away. Uh, this has been the Broncos Blitz podcast. We appreciate you guys. Shout out to Platte River Mortgage, Sean Sedita, okay, uh, as a partner in the podcast as well, as well as uh, Maverick Sports, as well as Total Beverage. Uh, all those brands are awesome brands that we use, and we really appreciate those guys. So that's it. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Hi. Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. <laughs>